You're listening to The John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Miller lays it up, scores it. Line contact, no call. Hortfrog's lead by one. 68-67, 3.4 to go. Now the two, still peeping. At midcourt, Hortfrog's are going to win this one. Oh, my goodness. He's able to dribble it out. No whistle. And the Hortfrog's have beat the second-grade Cougars here at Showmire Arena. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show. From the Allen Samuel Studios. Let's visit now with the highly respected voice of the Horned Frogs, Brian Estrich. He is the voice of the Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Not so highly respected. John Morris, Aaron Sexton back and highlight cut courtesy of the Horn Frog Sports Network from Learfield. And we are pleased to welcome in our good friend Brian Estridge. And uh, the highlight cut from two weeks ago, two weeks ago, uh, TCU knocks off number two Houston. How about that? Life in the Big 12. Brian, uh, this league is just a bear this year. There are no, we, we, you know, when, when TCU left the Mountain West and came to the Big 12, we realized that there were no New Mexicos anymore. <laughs> uh, right. <laughs> you know, and, and that's the case. I mean, there are there are no freebies in this league. And man, you got to love it. I mean, TC goes to Oklahoma State the other night, you know, against a, a team in Stillwater that's looking for their first Big 12 win and looked up and they were down 17 yeah. at one point. I mean, it is. That's just atypical for this league. I mean, this, this league is just a, you know, it's one of those where you, you're just going to have to fight and scratch and claw every week. And I, I, I Jamo, I think tomorrow is going to be a you know another typical Big Twelve game that you're going to see two teams just flat out get after it. Oh, no question. Down to the final possession. Don't you think? Yep. Uh, don't you think the the league champion this year, when we get to the end of the uh, gauntlet of the regular season, uh, could be four or five losses for the league champion this year? Oh yeah, yeah. And, and the thing that concerns me is, you know, somebody said to me the other day, he says, "Man, they're going to be so battle tested for the NCAA <laughs> tournament." I said. Either that or wore out. You're right, I mean, right. You know, it's going to be it's going to be one or the other. But yeah, no, I think it'll it'll be a league that has a champion that's got four or five losses. There's no dominant team in the league, and and that's not to diminish the league either. I don't want anybody around the country to think, oh, Kansas isn't a league. To, you know, they're not they're not undefeated. So I mean, the, the, look around this conference. I mean, this 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 thing is loaded. It's a it's a at least a ten team league. Yeah, I, think. I agree. And, uh, uh, you know, whether or not they do that or not, some, somebody's going to be left out that's deserving of being in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, and it's tough every game, and the next one is uh, Baylor and TCU. Uh, before we go there, uh, you are a diehard Detroit Lions fan. Where does that come from? <laughs> I, I'm the only one you know, too, I know. yeah. No, no, I've got a couple. Was, you got a couple? Yeah. Good, because yeah. when I was six or seven, uh, I fell in love with their uniform. Mm-hmm. And to the point where... In fact, my mom, we, we had a chance to visit with her in Cincinnati. She was telling some of the guys to do the games with me that literally we would have to we would go to my grandparents' house. All the cousins would show up. We'd have to drive two hours. It would be on Thanksgiving. And they would, it, depending upon when we were traveling, they would either bring a black and white TV that <laughs> plugged into the cigarette lighter of the car so I could watch the line. Yeah. Or when we got to my grandparents, they would set me up in a room by myself. <laughs> 
so I could watch the Lions. It was the only time I'd ever get to see him play, you know. And so, you know, remember the Sears catalog where you could get the uh, the Detroit Lions uniform or <laughs> yes, you know, yes. the NFL uniforms yes. back in the day? You know, I was the fat redhead who ran out on Christmas Day into the front yard in the Lions uniform. <laughs> you know, I was the only one. And so, yeah, yeah, I, I've uh, always have been. My, my, my kids and my, my, wife, my wife to a point, I mean, she puts up with it, you know. They're all – they're Lions fans and uh, – yeah, it's it's been a it's been a fun run. I'm actually at the East West Shrine Bowl right now. Oh, nice, J Mo. And I was talking I was talking to Logan Lee, who's a defensive lineman for Iowa. And you know, there's a couple of Iowa guys on that Detroit team, and they're his best friends. Mm. And I said, hey, you, I say, uh, you, uh, ask him in an interview if he had any preference on where he was going to go play in the NFL. He, of course, he said no. And then we got off the air. He looked at me and goes, I really want to go to Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> really? Who's, when, nobody ever said that in their life yeah. until now. Yeah, that's right. But that's what. <laughs> That's what Glenn Rose's Dan Campbell's done there, you know? Man, it's wild. We played, remember in December, we played a game in Detroit in Little Caesars right. Arena. We played Michigan State there, and it was on a Saturday, and the Lions played that night. In fact, they moved our game up to an afternoon game because the Lions were playing. And I tell you, it was fun to be there, just to be in the city and and feel the excitement about that team and what Dan Campbell has done. Uh, I'm pulling for him. I, I'm you know. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of fun right yeah. now. It really is. Yeah. I'm, I'm, and you know what? It's 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 an organization that deserves it after all these years never getting there. And it's a fun story in that you don't have the same you know the same two teams right. you know every year in and year out. Yeah. So we'll see we'll see how it goes this weekend. I got a tough test against San Francisco though. Golly, Brock Purdy, we saw enough of him in the Big yeah. Twelve, didn't we? Isn't that the truth? Yeah. All right. Good luck yeah. uh, to your Lions on Sunday. Before there, uh, are you going to be? Are you going to make it to Waco for the game tomorrow? If you're at the oh, East yeah, West we'll Shrine be, game, we'll be there tomorrow. Yeah. Well, no. Uh, the the Shrine game itself is Thursday, so that's good uh, uh, at the Star in Frisco. So we'll be coming down for practice. They, they got uh, practice got tomorrow, so we'll be there for that. Make it for the uh, make it for the game. I'm I'm anxious to see the Pavilion, brother. I'm I know. I'm ready to check it out, and I'm hearing great things about it and the home court advantage that it is. And, you know, I, to me, this is what college basketball is all about. I mean, yeah, Jamie said this the other day. When done right, college basketball is as good as it gets, mm. the atmosphere. Yeah. And, and I think at the Big 12, for the majority of the places we go to, it's done right, you know? Uh, and and it, it is. It's a, There's a real – excitement that you could cut with a knife in the air. Right. I, I think Saturday will be just like that. Well, you know what it's like at, at places around the league, including Schollmeyer Arena and, and the Farrell Center, you know, had its moments. But we think Foster Pavilion just gives our teams the best chance because we think it's the best home court advantage that we can provide. So I'll be interested in your thoughts after the game tomorrow because it's going to be sold out. I mean, people are, uh, you know, they're, they're going to fill every seat with the Frogs coming to town. Well, and I'm looking forward to seeing Jacoby Walters. I mean, I, 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 I've, I've seen him on tape. I've watched a little bit of your games. I've heard a lot about him. And I'm anxious to see him in person, man. Uh, uh, I, I, lo- I love the fact that he came out of the gate with, what, 28 against Arizona. Oh, right. Proved that he was there, you know. I mean, I, I, I love that. So, yeah, and, and, you know, I think these two teams are playing pretty good. You know, the Frogs had a little bit of a hiccup, dropped a couple of games uh, that were real close down the stretch. and uh, You know, but, I mean, hey, that's like we talked about, it's a Big 12. Every It feels like every game's a quad one game. You no know? question. Uh, I, I think they're, you know, they're, they're back kind of uh, 100% healthy. You know, Jacoby Coles is probably at 85% or so. And so uh, I, I think in in that regard, and, and, there's, and you know, you know how it is. You guys are breaking in a couple of new guards. When you bring in new guards, it, it takes a little while for them to learn 
you know, Scott Drew's system or Jamie Dixon's system. And I think that's been the case with Avery Anderson, and Jameer Nelson, the two point guards, you know, that, that were scorers first in their previous systems. And they've had to learn that that's not how Jamie Dixon operates. I got you. Well, and you mentioned Jacoby Walter, who's a freshman. He's a fantastic freshman. I'm, I'm doing the score sheet for the game tomorrow and looking at you guys. And it's uh, Emmanuel uh, Miller, senior. Trevian Tennyson, senior. Micah Peavy, senior. Avery Anderson, transfer from Oklahoma State. Oh, he's a senior also. Yeah. Man, you got some veterans on that team. You know, it is the oldest team in college basketball. There was the TCU returns more starts than any other team in the country. And it's and, and they're like 200 ahead of number two. Gee. Uh, yeah. yeah, you're right. I mean, and we, we hear all the time about, Hey, you got to get old. You got to get old. You got to get old. What well, the TCU has been able to do that. And, uh, you know, they worked the portal, I think, and, and found the spots that they needed some help in and, and were able to fill some holes. And so, yeah, but, but now you got to get them all on the same page and it's a good group of guys. It's a fun group to be around. They like each other. And I think that's what has helped them through a couple of little rough spots, little rough patches, you know, when things haven't gone exactly the way they want, it's not a perfect team, but it's a team that's going to play hard and, and, and they've been, they've proven to be resilient. And so, uh, and, and I think they go into every game thinking they can win. And, that, you know, that's half the battle now. Well, you told me early on this season that you really like this team. And you said Jamie Dixon uh, really likes this team. Maybe the best one he's had. Uh, you stand yeah. by that? You still feel like it might yeah. be maybe his best team? I, I think if Jacoby Coles can get back to playing the way he did at the start of the season where he was leading him in scoring, I think it's the best team that he's had. It's the deepest team, you know. Uh, you know, this is a team that plays 10 guys. I mean, they, they're going to play 10 different players, and uh, and, and they're going to all get substantial minutes, and he and he, he rotates them in and out. And so, uh, you know, I, I think in that regard, it's it, it to me, it's from a talent basis. Uh, you, you, there have been better individual players at TCU, mm -hmm. but I think as a – collective i think by far and away this is the most talented group that he's had yeah uh that's saying a lot considering no more mike miles no more um uh who was your other Damian dude ball. yeah damian ball from Damian last ball. year those guys were were dudes you know and they're gone yeah. so that's saying a lot to to pick up after their departure and, and i really miss damian ball i really liked his game he was a good guy and, I, and a good player and and you know these guards are different they're not as big they're not uh but but they're they can be more physical at times, which is hard to believe. You know, Jameer Nelson is a is a two foot jumper with about a forty three inch vertical man. Yeah. He's a he's a guy that can really get up. And you're going to look at him and you go, man, if he wanted to play DB, he starts right now. Wow, uh, he would be that kind of guy. And so, uh, you know, I, I think they bring a little bit something different to the table. Trey Tennyson is a beautiful shooter. He really is. He's one of those when you see it go off his hand, you think it's going to go in every time. It's he grooves it. It it, it, it is. It, it's just a beautiful shot. Like Pat Nunley, right? Yeah, shot exactly. like Pat Nunley. Like yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know the thing about him, and these are the stories we, where I feel like we're lacking in college basketball. Trey Tennyson's dream school was TCU. Mm. He was under recruited, coming out of Mansfield Legacy. He ended up going to a junior college, not because of his grades, just because he wanted to be able to move quicker. Uh, and then things started changing in the transfer portal. He goes to Texas A&M Corpus has a really good career there, finally gets a crack to come to TC, which is where he wants to be, and that guy lives in the gym. Yeah, about that. he, that's all he wants to do. He's at the school he wanted to be at, finally. And so in that regard, you can say, okay, well, the portal works. You know, it yeah. helps. Yeah. Uh, and, and so I, I think that that's the kind of story that we got to keep talking about, too. Yeah, that's a good portal success story. 
Brian Estridge, yeah. our guest, longtime voice of the TCU Horn Frogs. Uh, it, it's a shame you guys don't have any transition uh, ability. Uh, what yeah. are you, number one in the nation in transition points coming in tomorrow? Yeah, at, at about, what, 22 a game? 22 a like game, that, yeah. I think is what, yeah, is what their average coming in. Yeah, they want to push the tempo. They're so much better in the open floor than they are in the half court, and they, and they know that. I mean, this is a team that's kind of built for that. They're, they're super athletic. They're super fast. They're not – they're not crazy big and physical, but they can get up and, and down the floor. And, you know, Jimmy or Nelson, who I was talking about earlier, is just a great example. They, they, they play above the rim. Micah Peavy is a guy. That's his game. You know, it's got to be driving. It's got to be getting to the rim and finishing. You know, that's where he does his best work. And so Emmanuel Manuel Miller is the same way. And so, yeah, I, I think it's a team that if they could, they'd run on every possession. Now, you know, obviously that's predicated by defense. And when they haven't been able to run, it's because their defense hasn't been quite good enough. And, and teams aren't missing, so you don't get rebounds and so uh you know but but it is it is a priority this group they want to get up and down the floor they want they want to see things rolling in transition and and we'll see i mean uh, you know see if baylor uh allows them to do that and see if baylor wants to run with them i mean obviously your numbers look like you've been you've been moving the ball up and down a little bit too little so bit. let's let's see if that continues yeah i think it's going to be a great matchup i really do final thought what what are your thoughts yeah. uh as you look specifically at tcu schedule you know, it's an unbalanced schedule this year. We used to play everybody uh, home and away. This year, it's different. You just can't do that. Uh, how, how has that played out with the TCU schedule? Well, it's played out in this this way. I don't have to go to Oklahoma again ever. <laughs> uh, no, I, well, I guess I will next uh, for Oklahoma State. But uh, uh, no, I, you know, I think there's good and bad to it. It feels uh, candidly. It feels like we've been on the road a ton, J-Mo, and mm-hmm. I'm sure that's not the case. I'm sure it's been equal, and I'm sure it'll be equal, but it just feels like that this team has been on the road a bunch. And, and the, in the back half of the year, I'm looking at that at the schedule, and the, the last uh, tw- 10, 12 days, we're really on the road. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think in that regard, but that's what life in the Big 12 is going to be now. I mean, you face it, we're going to be spread from coast to coast, essentially. You know, you're, you're going to have some tough travel, and travel's been tough because of the weather this year on a lot of folks as well. So, you know, I think that kind of weighs on it. But for the most part, I think it's I think it's worked out okay. TCU doesn't go to Houston. Uh, they had Houston here earlier and were able to beat them. Right, so, right. you know, Oklahoma State doesn't come to TCU. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so the, you got that. TCU doesn't go to Texas, doesn't go to Oklahoma. So it's kind of goofy in those in those situations. BYU exactly. doesn't come right. to you, so you know it's like uh, I, you know, we'll we'll see how it all works out. I'm I'm anxious to see all the new venues. Though. I really I really am. We got a chance to see Cincinnati's, and they do a terrific job there. That's a that's a big time atmosphere. They go TCU goes to BYU, but we won't see Central Florida or Houston. We get to yeah. wait uh, until next year, I guess, to do that. So. All right, we'll come see Foster Pavilion tomorrow. We got a spot for you. Yeah, come on down and uh, yeah. look forward to seeing you. Come on, and we'll we appreciate your time today. All right, J-Mo, thank you. You're the best. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Brian Estridge, the great voice of the TCU Horn Frogs, Baylor and TCU tomorrow. It's a 3 o'clock tip-off in Foster Pavilion. We'll be on the air at 2.30, tip-off at 3 here on ESPN Central Texas. Television tomorrow on ESPN 2 for the Bears and the Frogs. And just another, you know, Aaron, just another knockdown drag out. Uh, I, I feel certain, you know, it'll come down to the final possession tomorrow. Nah. Really? No, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I have no doubt either. <laughs> I know, exactly. So uh, it'll be tough and need a great home court advantage, which I think we will have in Foster Pavilion. Mentioned all the other uh, ancillary things associated with the game, coaches versus cancer and the uh, Immortal 10 recognition as well. We've got an Immortal 10 feature we'll run in our pregame show tomorrow. 
But we want you there, uh, and it'll be a lot of fun. Baylor versus TCU. Look forward to seeing Mr. Estridge and his crew in Waco tomorrow.